Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Jay Zinkman was an executive vice president for the Rams when they came to St. Louis. Wound up becoming the president of football operations on the heels of Dick Vermeil retiring. And Jay's always been a good friend. And uh, last year told us, Michelle and I, we'll see you back here next year when Coach Vermeil gets inducted. He's with us now. And lo and behold, here we are. That's spectacular. <laughs> That's, I'm glad I was finally right about one forecaster prediction that I made. So. <laughs> Fantastic. And it's, it's great to see you. It's great to be here. I want to go back. Jay, to 1997, January of 1997, and the pursuit of Dick Vermeule. Because initially, if I remember correctly, he turned you guys down. Is that right? Actually, we had been trying, I think, through every coaching hire we made. Uh, we were always trying to get Dick to visit with us or at least talk about it. And uh, as everyone knows, he was a special teams coach for the Rams way back when. Uh, and uh, we had tried, and you know, Dick had an incredible, successful broadcasting career with Brent Musburger, and was so involved, and in, you know, just loved football, and was such a great college coach at UCLA that he just wasn't—he was enjoying himself and into football and working just as hard as ever. Um, but like I said, finally, and uh, it's kind of a last resort when we had gone through a list of candidates and uh, weren't doing very well with either candidates that uh, we weren't that excited about or they weren't that excited about us and went to another team so finally uh you know fortunately and and uh talking to john shaw after we were unable to procure some of these gentlemen uh john somehow we talked about it and uh john talked to george and everything else and suddenly uh we were able to uh to visit with dick and uh, he joined us Dick Vermeil was out of the NFL for 15 years. He was involved in football, but he hadn't been a head coach in 15 years. And I wanted to know what it was about Dick Vermeil that made you feel like he was the guy because there's there's so many hot names in the NFL. The turnover is happening every year. But what was it about Dick Vermeil that made you believe he was the man for the job? I mean, he is so charismatic. Um, he's a leader. And obviously his knowledge of football, I mean, he's been a, uh, a coach of the year at basically four levels, you know, high school, um, I think he was in the junior college ranks and also to Division One and and the NFL. And, I mean, his knowledge was second. You know, there was no one that had the knowledge of football. Plus, the thing about it is he had kept in touch. I mean, Dick is such a – not only a professor of the game, he was actually a student of the game. And one of the great lines he, he mentioned is that how much he learned by being out of coaching for 15 years. And he would go to all these different schools or all, around all these different coaches or different training camps, and he would see the way that – different coaches practice and trained and how off seasons were and he never gives up you know mm -hmm. just he's just constantly trying to learn more about the game and uh and it's it's just so obvious and i'm sure when you know michelle when you visit with dick you know how it is it just it, it you're just he just enraptures people. I say to Randy every time we speak with him, I would run through a wall for him, and I don't even play football. <laughs> but what was the sales pitch like on your end to get him to say yes after being out for 15 years? It, it wasn't. It was Dick's commitment. He was willing to do it. But one stick, like anything, I think, in his life, if he makes a commitment like he did uh, when he went in, went to uh, the Eagles, I believe they had been in the playoffs like for 15 years right. or something, and he was co coming. To and obviously, they had issues. He knew what our franchise was. We weren't successful. We were struggling. We had a lot of problems. I mean, he knew it. 
I mean, there was no way that we could hide that. It was rather obvious. He didn't care, but once he made the commitment, he makes a commitment, and that's Dick. He was able in Philadelphia in a completely different environment. He had 100 players in camp, and players weren't making an awful lot of money. And he built a family-type atmosphere there. And one of the things that I thought, because you were the cap guy, you were giving guys a lot of money, I didn't think that there was any way that he could – formulate a way to build the same family type atmosphere that they had in Philadelphia. To me, that's the most remarkable thing about DV is that he can build a family atmosphere and it doesn't matter what people are making or what background they have. We go back to the leadership thing, but he was able to do something that I don't think any, anybody else, I don't think Bill Parcells could have done that. I don't, I know George Seifert didn't do it. It, it was remarkable to me that he was able to get everybody on the same page. Well, it's you know it's incredible to think his success was over four decades, and furthermore, it was designed when he first had his success in Philadelphia. There was no salary cap, there was no free agency. Yeah. So back then, in in those uh, in those days, if you had good players, they weren't free agents; they were unsigned players. So they might withhold their services or something out, uh, and you would have these uh, protracted holdouts and whatnot. But the players. They didn't have the rights to movement. So Dick had to adjust to not only free agency and a salary cap, but he basically embraced it and he understood it. And that's what's sort of remarkable that, and, and I really agree, Randy, it's just, it's just incredible the way he could create the type of atmosphere which seems impossible to create, and he did it under two very different systems. And it's even more of a rarity that he's able to foster this family environment that's emotional and loving while also being the guy that's going to make you practice two to three times a day and <laughs> grind you into the ground for the betterment of the team. I, I just can't understand how he was able to walk both of those lines and find cohesion there. And I think that's another special trait, and that's why we're going to see tomorrow or I guess later tonight when he gets his gold jacket, that's why, because he was able to transcend that and he was able to get people to work so hard. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, and Randy can attest to some of those days in Macomb and whether he was <laughs> so upset when guys didn't have knee pads or thigh pads in or something else. But, no, it was his pursuit was for, for their excellence, and it was, he was doing things for them, and it was never personal or anything he did. And, and players and staff and all of us knew it. Everything he was doing, um, his intentions were clear. He was doing it for the organization, for the team, for the players, always for somebody else, not Mm -hmm. for him. It wasn't that he was in charge or he wasn't just, you know, exercising his authority or didn't act like, well, I know more than everybody else. Um, He was just very open, but the players knew it, uh, and he never asked the players to do anything more than he wasn't doing himself. Here at Coach Vermeil's seven principles of winning. Number one, surround yourself with good people and let them know you care. Number two, be a good example and surround your, your team with other good examples. Number three, create an atmosphere in which people enjoy working. That was hard. Number four, <laughs> define your plan, which includes your vision, values, purpose, and process, and then delegate and lead. Number five, come to work to go to work. Convincing your team that hard work is not a form of punishment, it's also our solution. Number six, build relationships as you implement your plans. And when it is appropriate, be willing to say I love you and I'm grateful for all you contribute. And number seven, be sincere and never compromise your integrity. And when I talk to anybody who knows Coach intimately, a lot of coaches have followed in his footsteps that he coached. Everybody that has worked with him takes something out of these principles. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, I think the effect he's had on so many people is just incredible. And furthermore, I mean for literally a lifetime. I think if you talk to anyone here this weekend, I'm sure you're, both of you included, there will be a moment that you would have that's, that's a special moment that you've had with Dick, no matter what it is or what it's about. And I think if no matter who you talk to here this weekend, everyone will have some special, intimate event or experience with Dick that really has, uh, has affected them, and they'll remember it for the rest of their lives. Jay, there's a phrase that I use all the time with our listeners and with Michelle that you used to tell me, especially when things got going good in 1999. And... I'd say, what do you think about this weekend? And you'd say, Randy, it is so hard to win a game. <laughs> and in any sport. And so uh, I, I just want you to tell me why you told me that all the time. I guess probably because we had so much experience at losing. <laughs> um, we lost so many games. We knew a lot of sky. For a lot of years, we thought we were ever going to win one. Um, it's just the amount of work to see uh, the entire organization to see the coaching staff and the personnel department and everyone and the players and what goes into it. And then, you know, Randy, I also learned in seeing that even going back to 1999 and, you know, thank God for Ricky Prohl's player in, uh, you know, in the Super Bowl with, uh, I'll just call it 999H Balloon. Yeah. Uh, you know, Fortsy at the end of that game when, uh, you know, when Mike Martz made that call and, and uh, Kurt and Isaac executed to perfection. But it's just so hard. It wasn't easier. Like I said, and we still had the disappointment in 2001. We thought we were so good and we couldn't, we couldn't beat New England. We couldn't execute. You know, it's, it's minus, you know, we're negative three in turnovers and couldn't overcome it and lost. So it's just the respect and it's just what makes football, I think, so great because it's the uh, ultimate reality show and you never really know. And I guess the first precursor to that line was probably the, any given Sunday, whether it was Pete Rozell or whoever, but uh, it's uh, – it wasn't easy to win back then. <laughs> no, it's not easy to win now either. Um, but, Jay, sometimes when you're in the thick of things, you can't really appreciate it because you're so busy and, and it's hard to separate the forest from the trees. But now that you have yet another member of the greatest show on turf that's going into the Hall of Fame and you look back on that team, how great was the greatest show it's, on turf? It's just spectacular and it's very well said because, trust me, we're going through it. You don't have time. I think I remember that we had about a week before free agency started after we had won the Super Bowl. And, and as we all know that Dick decided to, to step away that, you know, the Tuesday morning after that parade. Uh, and so you just have to get started again. But, but now, like all of us, and obviously I'm, a, I'm, I'm an old guy now, uh, and it's so wonderful to look back. And, and furthermore, Michelle, I think when you come here, it's almost like a step back. And while they're not talk about living in the past, well, for all of us here, that's kind of all we have right now. Sure. Because <laughs> uh, the future is a lot of questionable with all our, with all our problems and ailments. But uh, it's, it, it is very special. And furthermore, just to see these men um, that, that, that meant so much uh, to, to all of us and the unique bond. And I think that's all a testament to what, what, uh, what Dick built. And everyone felt a certain way about each other and as Randy just mentioned, you read, uh, you read those, uh, those, those things that were so important to Dick and his rules and whatnot. Um, 
they were just uh, it's just a testament to the success and also it's a testament to how long in these these relationships and friendships have lasted Jay Zygmunt good to see you and uh, it'll be great to see you and catch up throughout the course of the weekend but congratulations on getting coached to come out of retirement and get him into the Hall of Fame (laughs) (laughs) anyway thank you very much great great being with both of you yeah always good to see you have a great weekend thank you that is our friend Jay Zygmunt on 101 ESPN Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.